Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Bits and Pieces podcast, episode 17. Uh, as always, uh, well, as always, <laughs> I should say I am joined by uh, the Freedy Show, as Hello. always. Uh, it's what I meant to say. But unfortunately, we're not joined by Beth this week. Uh, She's um, unable to make it. And we are we are starting a little bit late. We're a little bit behind schedule this week, but that's uh, uh, yeah, technical right, issues and stuff like that. My bad. <laughs> so uh, no, my yeah, fault. we. Are... Me, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but not a problem because you know we will continue on any regardless. Um, we're still you know we're still gonna make this happen. <laughs> Episode seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. 17 is. I know it's it's getting there. I mean, it's actually it's technically it's nineteen weeks since we started because we took a two week uh, break yeah, for the Christmas a, period. Yeah. But we yeah. are seventeen episodes in, and as always, uh, we would be doing some spotlights. I've got a spotlight. Freddy has a spotlight. We'll yeah. pick up some news. Unfortunately, we don't get a joke of the week then. Oh no, Beth. So yeah, no joke of the week. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're all disappointed by that. Um, and I know I'll pass that on to her when uh, hopefully. Um, Beth, hopefully you are. <laughs> you're out there. You're listening. Hopefully, so yeah. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully but, someone's uh, listening. <laughs> hopefully someone. Hopefully someone's listening. Um, whether you are listening in the car, on the way to work, on the train, or just uh, going to the gym, you can find us. Like if you haven't already, you can find us either on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify podcast sections and anywhere that does RSS feeds throughout um, Amazon um, also has their own music uh, station as well so you can find us on that Audible, we're, we're SoundCloud we're, we're pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast so yeah that's where you'll find us, the Funny Bits Boy channel is what that is under if you wanted to find us and you're watching, I've said find us so many times in that sort of sentence I just realised <laughs> so yeah let's get this thing going then shall we uh so you're gonna do elden rings because that's yes just i am yeah and elden uh, ring elden oh. right did you want to jump or on, on that one first i can go first if you want doesn't matter to me yeah yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. So elden it's, rings yes yeah, so elden ring is the latest from software game it just came out uh, recently on all major platforms except the Switch, and it has been a mixed reaction uh, to a, f- a few gamers have had a few issues on launch day, um, but I'll get into that a bit later on. Um, the game is the typical Souls experience. Um, this time, uh, for those that don't know what the Elden Ring is, um, it is an open-world Dark Souls game. That is pretty much it. The, the combat is li- literally identical to Dark Souls 3, um, there's a few different different caveats uh, and different things that, that each class does. Um, there's a few. There's a new spell mechanic that's been added. There's, a, there's some new uh, nuances with weapons and upgrading. And it's basically uh, been pretty revamped and rebuilt for open world gaming. Um, and it is a blast to play. I played it for about an hour and a half earlier. I killed my first boss. I killed the Rat Man. Uh, in the cave, first try. I wish I recorded it. So I'm so jammy how I killed him. I had no flask left. I had a tiny bit of HP and I dodged everything he threw at me and counted him and killed him. I was so chuffed. Um, but it, the game is like a typical hard game, um, but it's basically skill-based. If you 
if you're no good at dodging, parrying, or blocking, you, you, you're going to fail. You're going to fail miserably. It, take, it, it is a game that you can learn. It has a very steep learning curve, so it is basically a time investment. So for those that want to get, get good, as they, as they always say, the soul's like, hey, get good, mate, get good, get good scrub. Uh, you know, if you get if you get good, you got to put the hours in. It's not one of these games you can just pick up and play. Because if you pick up and play it, you're going to end up eating your controller within the first half an hour, right? So it's not something you can just easily walk into as a casual gamer. Um, but it is something that I would recommend people pick up at like difficult, but not exceptionally hard. Um, some bosses are obviously really, hard, um, especially towards the end game, and some encounters are literally optional. And these optional encounters are the ones that literally make you bury your face into the wall. Um, but yeah, it's, it is a very, very hard game. But it's, if patience is a virtue, this game um, personifies it in every way. And it is a risk and reward system. It's very, very addictive. Um, I find myself just running around the open world, just amazed at its visuals, the, the wildlife, the, 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 uh, you know, the, the landscape and the, the sky, how it all looks and fits together while slaughtering hundreds and hundreds of rabbits just because of hate rabbits. <laughs> um, that's personal opinion. I'll, I have a story behind that. Anyway, um, back to the game. It's very, very good. It has multiplayer as well. It has proper co-op this time. Um, if, you, if you played the previous From Software games, you will know that so uh, co-op was limited in its uh, execution. You only had certain sections and certain bosses you could, you could summon your, your, your co-patriots. -co uh, and weapon brothers and sisters in arms, uh, certain bosses, and then once you killed them, poof, they got disappeared, and they never help you again. Um, this situation is a bit different. You can spawn in the open world, and they you can follow each other around until you kill the major boss of the area, and then the the uh, second player disappears. But yeah, the second player only disappears after the major boss has been killed. So, and also for those who don't like playing co-op and want a bit of help, there is a new summer mechanic in the game where you find these spirit tomes. Of, of various monsters types, so you can summon ogres, wolves, generals, priests, two-headed dragons. There's, there's loads of stuff you can summon that helps you out at single player for difficult encounters. And there's NPC summons as well uh, that you can find that also help you for difficult boss encounters. And these are a godsend for someone like me who absolutely sucks at dodging. So it's very, very good for for new players new to the series. I would say this is a lot fairer on new players to the series than it is in previous iterations. As, uh, as I've played all the other From Software games, never completed any of them, but I've played them all. Um, so the, 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 I would say Elden Ring is a lot easier to get into. It's one of those easy to pick up and then difficult to master tropes that you know a lot of these games have uh, that copied um, Dark Souls S games over the years since its inception. Um, but the, the game is the game on the PS5. I've had no issues. Like the game's run runs flawlessly, loads up quick, gameplay smooth as butter, looks amazing. Not had any problems, but of course it's made for console, so you wouldn't expect a console release to have problems. So this brings me neatly onto the PC version, and the PC version is a mess. Um, they have patched it. Day one patch did come out, and they fixed a lot of stuttering, loads of frame rate issues, frame drops, uh, loads of uh, performance issues. Uh, just basically cards just dropping out for no reason. Um, anything below a, a 2080 uh, has, has struggled on it. Um, but, so the performance patch has has fixed it to some degree, but there's still stuttering issues and FPS issues uh, littered throughout the PC experience. 
Also, game pads and game uh, game controllers have not worked or not responded to the Steam configuration. It hasn't loaded in properly. Uh, it doesn't work. The rebinds don't work. Because a lot of people have had a lot of issues with that and a refund of the game because of it. And most of the, re- the reviews on Steam are mixed and some negative, a lot of negative reviews because of that uh, technical problem with the game itself. So it's not, te- it's not they haven't re- rated the game on the game itself, it's more like they can't get into the game, can't play the game. Like me and myself, I've lost Ark. Can't play the game, can't get into the game. It might be an amazing game, but if you can't play it, then it's, it's still a failed launch, isn't it? If you can't log into the game, the majority of people can't play it. It's a failed botched um, launch, but that's on PC. And as always, as a PC gamer, so we always have to take this on the chin. PC gamers always have to get the botched ports. Don't we? We always have to suffer the botched ports. <laughs> Unless you're lucky enough to have all the consoles. Uh, <laughs> not like I'm trying to blow my own trumpet. I'm not. I'm not. Um, but yeah, so that Elden Ring, fantastic game. Um, it's quite cheap. It's £40 on the PS4. Now, I'll give you a little tip here. Those that have a PS5 and a PS4, if you buy the PS4 physical copy, you get it cheaper and you get a free PS5 upgrade. So I would recommend buying the PS4 version if you have a disc PS5 and you get you get you get it cheaper and you get um the free PS5 upgrade. Otherwise you're you're paying like an extra twenty quid for the privilege of the same game, literally the same game, uh, with with only a minor upscaling because they're both 4K at the end of the day. Um the only thing you're gonna get in the PS5 is obviously 120 frames per second, which is obviously quite substantial, but still. Um but that yeah, that's it for that's it for Elden Ring. I'm not gonna go too much into the whole game and the mechanics and stuff because you need if you if you're a from software fan you're likely going to already own this game i mean it's already peaked on steam for coherent players it's peaked on twitch for coherent players and watchers um and that's <laughs> and that's uh, that's 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 the wrap for uh, elder ring if you like open world dark souls games and you like risk and reward uh, experiences that are hard but sometimes fair and sometimes not so fair with co-op, then you can't go wrong with the fantasy-driven Elden Ring. Oh. That's <laughs> my stop. There you go. <laughs> I I looked at this. I do like the aesthetics of it. I like how it looks. I just committed to so many games at the moment. I'm not sure that I would get this straight away. Um, as you said, it isn't uh, Souls-like, so you got to expect that kind of level of difficulty. Um, added in and if you're not familiar like you said if you're not really comfortable with that then it's gonna you're gonna struggle and i can imagine like with so many games that i've got at the moment i don't want to be rushing through anything if it demands my attention more so yeah um, Yeah, it's not a game you can play casually yes exactly so that is something so that's kind of my excuse for not getting it (laughs) if you like but um (laughs) wait for a sale i'll wait for a sale but i will (laughs) i do i do like it i do like i mean it is it's just all you you turn twitch on at the moment and that is all you see every channel i follow playing this game it's like how are they getting the amount of views that they're getting like everyone has their own community obviously but it's such a massive game at the moment that i i do feel like it's um going to be very difficult as a small streamer that you're going to end up just losing out um to anyone coming in but uh yeah uh yeah i I will get like i said i'll get it but uh it's gonna take me a while to get there eventually i will get it eventually but um yeah Just hopefully, have to it has wait hopefully it has cross play in, in the future i don't think it's got cross play at the moment yeah so, uh, 
I like. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why games in 2022 aren't launching with crossplay. It's annoying me so much. Like it's, it's literally on every platform. Yeah. So if it's on every platform, it makes sense to have crossplay. So you know, it's it's when they pigeonhole. Yeah, communities and friends. Uh, one, yeah, because not everybody has everything. Not everybody owns the whole plethora of of um, PCs, consoles, and the like. So we have one or the other. Yeah, uh, most of the time, um, it's annoying when you can't play with your with your friends. Are uh, uh, we are in the same yeah, situation? Yeah. Where you've got people across our community that play on different platforms. We play the same game, but it's like it's, you can't play together because companies say no. So. Um, it is annoying in that regard, but apart from that, that gets patched. It's game of the year material. I know. I should. I know. I said this a while back. Not have game of the year at the start of the year, but this uh, this could be very well game of the year material. I've really enjoyed it so far. I, the story is interesting. So, I mean, I know we've already we've briefly touched on it last uh, podcast, and then you wasn't in for this um, last week. Um, but yeah, we briefly touched on the idea that February seems to be the the largest month. And it's the second month of the year. It's like we're just coming towards the end of the month, like we, mm. as we're currently recording this or broadcasting at the moment. It is the 26th of February. And already you've got so many, so many different games out there. I mean, you know, Lost Ark came out recently. That's got its own yeah. problems. We won't go into too much. We've already covered that <laughs> quite extensively yeah, already. No. Um, <laughs> but the point is, is this is a £50, £50 I think. Yeah. Fifty pound game, yeah. so whereas Lost Ark was a free get free to play, this is a fifty pound game. If you're going to commit to it, then I would yeah. There's something that I can't do right now, and there's yeah. There's been there's just been so many games that have come out so far before even before yeah. the end of the month. There's still going to be a few more to be releases. Whether they're going to be hold, hold held up to um, be able to hold up to uh, to. Uh, Elden Rings. I mean, because you even if you've got like the PlayStation at the moment, you've got um, the new um, Horizon game come out. Yeah, Forbidden West. Forbidden West. West. Yeah, Yeah, two a couple of days ago they came. Exactly. So So that do you know what I mean? That that's a big game. That was streamed. That's a game. Massive hours. Huge huge game. I I I did actually. I played. Yeah, I played. I played (laughs) the first one. I remember the first one quite well. Um, Zero Dawn, I think it was called. Yes, but. Obviously, we're not talking about that, but it's just no. compared to like what came out. And I think Lots that was, of big releases. was that 60, Masters. 65, yeah. 60, 70 quid, 60 quid, 60 yeah, something quid. like that. On and it was a um, PlayStation exclusive, right? I think yeah. you can get Marvel the first one on, came out as well, yeah, yeah. There's that's what I mean. There's been so many come out this month in the second month, in and then you, you know, and yeah, yeah I'm. Pretty much potless. Warhammer free. <laughs> and so, if you can, if there's a game that you like, you just, sorry, I was talking over you. So sorry, so I was just, I was just saying Warhammer three released as well this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, oh, that Warhammer was another 3, one I was just trying to, to remember. RTS fans everywhere. It's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's broke February. You know, no one has enough money to buy all these games. I mean, the only reason I got Elden Ring is because I pre-ordered it in December. So, um, yeah, I already, I spent my Christmas money on it. <laughs> I took a risk. I, I'm not going to go into it. I've already said you shouldn't pre-order stuff because he always set up himself. I'm English, so I crave them disappointment. So, um, <laughs> so we we always uh, say not to pre-order, really, and wait for reviews. Yeah. I say that a lot, um, but I went against my better judgment, and I'm glad I did because at least, um, like I said, console version-wise, it's uh, it's a good it's a good game. 
And a good bit of a consumer advice there. Get the PS4 version. Yeah, get the PS get the PS4 version, cheaper, cheaper value, and you get the free PS5 upgrade when you get a PS5 or if you have a PS5. But you have to have the disc version. The uh, if you have the yeah. digital PS5, it's a no, you won't get the benefit of that. You'll have the disc and you'll be like, I can't install it. Doesn't work. I'm hitting it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Anyway, um, should we jump on to the on. next one? Yeah, let's, let's go. go. I'm ready let's to go. Let's go. Let's go. 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 Right. So my <laughs> spotlight of the week is of this of this episode. Uh, let me bring this up so that um, people can see it. Yeah. Right. Um, it's basically, basically, it's a po- uh, potion craft. I've got my notes here. Um, yeah, so you are a, an alchemist um, in ye old town of somewhere um, around the world. Um, it's quite a fun little game. It's a casual little game. I don't know what it's like as a viewer, but I, I found it just little like one of those relaxing games that I could just come home, put it on, and just chill out. Uh, yeah, basically, you you have to you are the town's alchemist. You you have to craft potions. Obviously, that's the name of the game, quite literally. Um, Potion Craft. Uh, it is from Tiny Builds and Nice Play Games. Um, so, yeah, you get to experience, like, uh, experiment with, like, you know, physically handling the ingredients. You've got a pestle and mortar. You've got the big pot on uh, a fire with your bellows to help get the uh, potion all mixed up and all nice and all good. But there's a little bit of a story. You are obviously got a, bit of a shop. You'll get, you'll get customers come in and then someone, early on, someone will say, I've bumped me head because I fell off a ladder and you go, well, you're an idiot. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, um, you know, but then you're, you're asked to make a potion and then to do the potion, you need to go around. I think we just see it briefly in the map, but for those who are just listening, um, there is a map that you have to try and find um, the right pathway to get to the potion that you need to craft. So it could be top left, bottom right, whatever it is on the map, you need to get to that pathway. By adding ingredients to the pestle or mortar, crushing it down, and then adding that into the pot, the pot will, those ingredients will give you a dashed um, line in a certain direction. It might go up, left, down, right sort of thing. It's kind of a curly thing, and you might have to then put another ingredient will give you an up, left, right, turn and it's like linking them all together well then you have to try and find the right combination of the right herbs and stuff to mix together to get to the potion that you need to get early on it's fairly straightforward you're all you're, you can't go too far wrong you're always going to be making the healing potion there's a healing potion a frost potion there's um a light potion so you get someone who come into your shop and they're i say um i can't find grandpa he's lost something <laughs> i don't know it's, um, it's it's kind of bizarre like that the, the some of the dialogue is quite kind of comical in some ways you're sort of like reading it and just sort of have a little chuckle to yourself um yeah, yeah so it's, and then you'll have to try to find or unlock that potion by going around the map like I said, by combining potions and creating an up left or an up right or down left or down right. Sometimes there's a spiral as well as part of the pathway that you need to get to. It's it's just a fun um it's just a fun fun little game you can spend hours on. Um like I said, I don't know how it looks as a sh- 
as a viewer looking into a stream, it's but I think it definitely has replayability because there's so many crafting stuff that you need to look for. So yeah, you just gotta find uh, effective ways to brew new potions. Uh, you got to save it to your recipe books, and next time you need it, it's it's there. Just one click away, you can go straight there and find it. Uh, you got to listen to your town folk, understand what their needs are um, from their uh, stories. So sometimes you'll get a someone who come in to try sell you stuff, like uh, and <laughs> you can say, "Well, I do need this ingredient because I can't." You do have because also you have a garden. So you go to, at the back of your house, you have a garden. In the basement, there is a crafting system which then levels up all your crafting equipment. So you need to try and level that up as well as you go along. Create much bigger sort of uh, potions. Uh, you need to just, your it's your enhanced garden where you grow mushrooms and stuff like that. If you can't grow them, but you might get a merchant come into your shop and you can buy those from him. There's a haggling system as well, so you have to... Well, you don't have to, but you can try to haggle. Uh, the game really progresses on when you actually haggle and get it on the nose. If you can actually haggle and get those prices down, then it becomes a little bit more easier later on. But, the, you know, the worse you do, the more unhappier everyone becomes. So you need to try and keep that balance of like making sure that the town folk are happy as well. If you don't have the potion that they want, they will have that sort of like sad face on them. It's like, oh no, <laughs> miserable sadness and walk out your shop. And then someone else will come along and say, I, 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 need, to, I need a potion that um, starts a fire. So you, you can, whilst, you, whilst they're in the shop, you then go off on a little adventure to try and find, you think, it's taking me ages to do this and they're still waiting. And sure enough, they'll, they'll still be there once you get back to the shop. I would have, I would have gone somewhere else, to be honest. I would have, like, given up. No, he doesn't got my what I needed. Uh, it's just a fun game. It's just a little... It's probably... A, it's very simple, basic mechanics. The I like the... I like how, how it looks. Like that sort of... Uh, it's sapia? sapia uh, the, the sort of, like, the the colour scheme to it. It's um, very old, old, ye old English type. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Um, wording and stuff it's yeah. very yeah it's just like i say it's very very fun game it can be fun can be frustrating at times because you can't always get to that potion that you want and it's the one potion that you need to unlock the next area unlocking areas and again it's all about going around the map it's all about coming around looking for the right pathway as i said by clicking on the ingredients it'll tell you which pathway it would take you if you added that to the uh, pestle and mortar and crushing it down before adding it uh you get a chance to retrieve your um pathway your your what are those bottles called the little it's a little mixing bottle i don't know i can't remember what they call it it's all science it's a science <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's that's what is illustrated on the map it's you go around you could call it re recall it start again so you don't lose points and you don't once you've once you've used the ingredients if you've committed to that um pathway that's it those ingredients are gone but you can retrieve your little bottle if you wish if you get that pathway wrong uh yeah i i, I just had you know good some good couple of hours on it good few hours uh, again, it's it's just one of those it increase over time, and I feel like I'm just sort of filling now. 
um, because there's not much else you can add to that. It is just a <laughs> small little game. It's a small, fun little game. Nice little time Keeps thing. you going. Yeah, it's a time. It's a time waster. That's what it is. Yeah. All it is is a little time waster. Um, and I'm not sure how much it is exactly. I think it's about 17, 17 pounds. I can't remember. But, uh, let's have a look. Let's go to the store page. It is. Oh, it's eleven pound thirty nine. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it came out. It came out twenty first of September. Twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty one. It's actually probably the one of the most um, recent games I've spoken about recently. Uh, yeah, still in kind of early access. It is a single player crafting simulator, and yeah, it's just a. There you go. Potion. Uh, potion craft. Alchemist craft. simulator. Well, Viagra potions are only sold for a gold. <laughs> potions and alchemist simulator where you get yeah, physically interact with your tools and ingredients to brew potions. You're you're in full control of the whole shop. Which you kind of are. And then, there is a day and night cycle as well, so you have to sort of like go to bed by a certain point as well. Should Boo. mention that. Sleep so, for the week. Yeah, sleep for the week. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. easy. I sleep all the time. <laughs> it's you know. Bit of a time waster on that one. If you're interested in that, it is uh, available on Steam. I'm not sure if it may have came out on other formats as well. If it's if it's if it's available oh, on if it's on, on, available on Game Pass, and then absolutely get download it, try it out. Not on Game Pass. Yeah. It's not on Game Pass. Well, it's, no, it's Steam only. I think maybe. I think um, it might be yeah. on Twitch. Twitch as well. I think might all come into Switch. It's a it's one of those games that do well on the portable, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah, absolutely. I can see this, um, that sort of element of the way it works. Just it's so such a simple like mechanic. You know, all you got to do, you got you still have to move the pestle and motor around. You have to manipulate that using your your mouse um, to stir stir the pot. You use the mouse, so you, you're doing sort of like small little circles on your mouse mat, <laughs> just <laughs> just to move it around. Uh, yeah, it's just there. You go. Try it out. If not, it's fine. <laughs> That's my little spotlight for the week. It's a short one for me this week. Uh, short. Sometimes, you know, those small ones are always best. At least that's what I'm convincing myself of. So. <laughs> 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 but yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah, so I've got a few things to, to talk about. Right. News, after that. Yeah. Yeah, there's not so much. It's it's news, but it's also it's more kind of opinion-based as well. Um, as we know, the uh, Steam handheld, three Steam handheld came out this week. Yes. Um, and uh, Valve already said they've got another one in the works already. Really? So they're, they're working on another one. Yeah. Uh, Gabe Newell said it's the first of many new come, uh, new more power. So they they can already they're already saying about making it more powerful, improved battery, and the rest of it. It's just come out. Why would you launch a product and then say, "Oh, but we're going to make something better." Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, it, it baffles belief um, why he would come out. So I can't, I don't have to, it was, um, oh, it was PC Gamer, I think, that reported it. I saw it. I saw it. Yes. Um, 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 I'll try and get it up. But, yeah, um, yeah, so I, yeah, I think I have it. Yes. Um, so he was just basically saying, oh, we've, we've launched the, We've launched it. It's really good, blah blah blah. But we can improve it, make it better. Da 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 da. Um, so it's just like a brand new product, and you're just already like 
saying that can be improved upon. A lot of people are saying that the battery life is crap. And like yes. I said, it was. I said, I said this when we talked about it a little while ago. I said the battery life would be yeah. an issue. I, I think we we spoke about this. Yeah, as a... we did. Yeah, we we, we did a whole length spiel on it. Yeah. But just not, not willing to go over old ground so much. But just to say, just to point out that I told you so. <laughs> I told you so that this that it would be a problem for for a lot of um, hardcore. Because like I said, hardcore gamers are going to buy this in the droves, right? Because they, they want to take a PC with me. So they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have that. Yeah, you know, they're gonna they're gonna want it because they're addicted to their PC gaming or community or whatever. Fair play. You know, we all have yeah. our think our quirks and stuff we we like, but um. I do think that it is a it is still too expensive. It's like uh, yeah, fourteen hundred pound. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. Is it, it, it's not even more powerful than the PS Five. It's uh, it's not it's not that great in it, terms of technical <laughs> power. <laughs> no, it, no, it's a lot of their what they're hoping to have already launch was i think elden rolls elden 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 rolls yeah no what elden rolls yeah yeah. elden rolls elden rings it's basically what it's called elden rolls elden rolls yeah just got rolling dodge elden (laughs) elden rings was something that they were boasting about as well i think yeah um that would be compatible already most of your (laughs) most of your games on your steam library should be easily accessible on this is that's what they're suggesting yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, the thing it, is, they, the 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 games that they want to run have to have a version for the Steam Deck to run it. It isn't just like, oh, it's a PC, it's like Windows, it's a Windows box, and it just run Windows software because obviously they'd have to get a Windows license for that. Yeah, increasing the cost even more. So Steam have said that whoever developer supports it has to make a Steam mobile, well, Steam Deck, whatever it's called, Steam handheld console version of the game in question. Only a handful of developers have done this. So though they might boast your Steam library, it will be accessible. It's not. There's, there's only going to be a handful of titles in your library that are going to be available to play on it. And that's if the, the uh, developer has supported it. So what you've got here is it's kind of like a Stadia situation where there's not a lot of software available out the gate for um for the steam the steam handheld and uh, that hurts it the price point is is a massive problem and its hardware is not up to snuff for the price you you, you compare that to a desktop pc or or a, or a gaming laptop it's a no brainer you're going to pick a gaming laptop or a desktop every time yeah there's no way people are going to like i said it's for those that want to show off for those that have loads of money it's for those that literally have to have all the gadgets and all the latest stuff, regardless of what it does, how good it is, whatever. That's the market they're going for. They're basically going for the whales, aren't they, at that price point? Of course. And it's going to sell at least 100,000 units plus, uh, maybe more than that. And that's, that's just money in the bank for them. And then they can use that to fund a more affordable version, if you like, further down the line. They will, it will get cheaper, it will get smaller, and it will have worse performance. Um, <laughs> that's what she said. Um, and, uh, it's a shame, really, because I think there's a huge gap in the market for a portable PC system. Something like the Switch that's able to run your PC games, even if you just had a Steam 
and you log into your Steam and play your Steam library through the app, and you only play games that require a controller on the app. So you, you don't have like you don't have to worry about the the mouse and mouse mouse stuff like the RTS games and all the, and you can use you can, technically you could use a switch touchscreen. I'm giving them ideas here. Yeah, pay me pay me some money. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I'm saying it could work easily work if they yeah. just invested a bit of time in some software and like do the cloud based gaming what Xbox does has pioneered it. Xbox pioneered the cloud based gaming stuff. That, that, the stuff on their cloud runs so smooth; it's it's ridiculous how good it is. Um, it puts the video, and the video is quite good as well. Um, but everything else doesn't come close. But Steam is missing the trick here. They could easily, they could easily do that, but then they wouldn't be able to sell their fifteen hundred quid bloody handheld gaming no. PCs. So, um, and they've also said they're not going to do a Game Pass. So they come out and said we're not doing a Game Pass. However, we would like we would like to promote Microsoft Game Pass. Through Steam, so we'll have we'll happily have Microsoft on our promoting game promoting Game Pass for them, and they've already got EA Play on there, um, and Ubisoft, their subscription, the rip off subscription, um, but Steam Steam have no plans to do a Game Pass, and to be honest with you, how 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 would they do that anyway? It'd be so expensive. There's like thousands, hundreds of thousands of games on Steam. How would you how would you justify uh, it? It'd have to be like. £100 a month or something. <laughs> it would be, a man, like, uh, it'd be an immense amount of money you'd have to pay yeah. um, to access that. Um, it's amazing that Game Pass includes all the games it does for the price point it does, in my in, in all fairness. Um, but Gabe Newell said, well, no, we're not doing a Game Pass. No, no, no. Uh, and on, on that note, uh, it's worth noting that Netflix has now started waving into the gaming. Uh, you might have read a little while ago they were doing um, gaming stuff. They're going to do gaming stuff. Yeah. Hence, they've now gone full blown into gaming shows. Uh, they've got the Cuphead show that's just come out on Netflix. Yeah. And uh, along yeah. With, if you have the app, you will notice that if you go into the app, you will have mobile games now to play on. There's a little section called mobile apps. Uh, and they're the worst games I've ever seen of all time. They're literally the so the, the crap. It's absolute rubbish. But it's like, it's... we've got games now. Look at us. They're just trying to follow on from what um, Amazon already do. Like, if you've got yeah. Prime on your TV, you can go into a game. I, I actually can say this for sure because my sister came around with my, my niece and nephew, and actually my nephew went straight for the controller. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he knows exactly where to look uh, on the TV. Uh, with, I mean, he's got his own... Um, he's got his own profile and everything on nearly every streaming platform i have <laughs> so, so he knows where to go for but yeah it is it's, it's i mean to be fair the the game he was playing was actually a uh pac-man version but like you said it's it's i think they're just taking that idea already and they're going rolling with their own sort of stuff uh will they make anything from it probably not because like there are some some of the games that you do have to sort of like yeah. Spend a couple of pound pound on. It's only a small they, amount, but it's a small amount that you know make a big difference eventually. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the one thing that Netflix have come out and said, and I read this in multiple posts uh, a bit in December and the early January, um, is that they have they are gonna they have already hired gaming companies and gaming developers to make games for their platform. So they're going to have exclusive games. That are only playable through like PCs and consoles and only available within the subscription. Um, 
and they're talking about having a additional cost for games on top of your what twelve ninety nine whatever it is you pay. So they're saying it's going to be a price point will be about eighteen pound a month, and once they have their launch titles for their streaming service, and that's basically what it is. They you pay for access and they stream the game to your device. You don't yeah. own the game. You don't get a copy. You don't get a digital copy. You literally it's basically like Stadia, but better. Yeah, you're not you're not paying for you're not paying sixty quid for a game you don't own for a copy you don't own on a platform you don't own on a controller you don't own. <laughs> it's, oh, it's and yes. So they're using pre-integrated software for the hardware that's already available, and that makes sense. So that's that's no that's not, no additional cost to the consumer if you have a console or PC with a controller. Um, so it's it's got it's got to make it's going to make. Uh, it will if they do it well and they bring some good games on there, then it could be quite a shake-up for the gaming industry to have something as cheap as that. Uh, I know Game Pass does it, and you could argue that Game Pass is already leading the way, and they are 100%. But one thing Xbox does not have is really good exclusives. Every exclusive we have played on the Game Pass has been crap. Uh, 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 you know, look at um, Left, not Left for Dead Three. Back for Blood. Yeah. The, how awful was that experience for us? We couldn't even get into the game. It, it, we couldn't even get... Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit we of a struggle, play it. It. Yeah, and then, then we got into the game, and the game was so ridiculously hard and broken. Um, it was just... It was, you know, absolutely horrendous. And there, there's other exclusives. They had Skatebird. There's another one that I literally... My eyeballs were bleeding playing that game, and my ears were being destroyed by the worst game I've ever played in my life. And um, I actually will do a tangent on that at some point in the future, but that is it's awful. And uh, there's a couple of other games that I'm not going to I'm not going to derail this podcast too much. We're going <laughs> to a, a massive tangent about crap games on on Game Pass because there is some really good stuff on there as well. But it's like Steam. There's a lot of crap on Steam. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good stuff on Steam. Xbox Game Pass is the same. There's a lot of crap. There's a lot of good stuff. Same with a PlayStation. The PlayStation, it's all crap. That <laughs> their their PlayStation now is literally like ten titles on there worth playing, and ever and then they've got like about three hundred PS3 titles that no one's gonna play no. ever again on there. And it's like they want twenty quid a month for that. I'm just like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> but isn't I mean that, that isn't that the the, the case now um, with Netflix doing this? There's so many like platforms out there there's so many uh streaming like where you just stream your games when you put like xbox game pass let's so if i'm if i've got a if i've got a playstation and i've got a pc and i've got netflix and i've got amazon all those extra like monthly fees that i'm paying and i, I like you said i'm not owning any of that stuff i'm just streaming yeah. it and I, yeah. I you know i i pay i think it's is it eight pound a month for a game pass unless i'm paying more than some people i'm paying less i'm yeah. not sure but like you pay that a month you pay for your pc subscriptions a monthly everything that you're playing a monthly like you like you said you're not owning any of that yeah. in fact if they decide to change their teasers we which we briefly covered on uh, yeah. not so long ago if they change <laughs> their t's and c's which they can at any time yeah. there's nothing to say that they can't you end up losing all of those games if you don't will if you're not willing to go along with what they have asking you to. So, yeah. So yeah, they can give you, but they can take back. 
Steam is exactly the same, by the way. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. If it's you Steam own, is a, a we digital... pay for the games on Steam, but you we don't, don't own the game. Own we don't own them. Don't own no, them. we don't own them. Unless no. you buy a physical copy of a game, you do not own that game. Exactly. Um, and I think that that goes alongside any streaming service yeah. that's out there. Netflix, Prime, you know, as a prime example. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, but Try, yeah, prime that one. <laughs> there we go um, with, so, but yeah so it's uh, <laughs> it, it no, is it is like you don't own anything no. it's not it's not um, exclusive for, any, for anybody you don't own a thing you don't own jack shit you don't own nothing <laughs> we take your we money and that's it we don't own and your anything. house and your keys and your soul because you didn't read the fine print yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. Oh, so I said that last time, didn't I? Um, so I've got, I've got a question for you, Steve. Right. Okay. With the with the release of the next generation consoles, yes. a bit, they're not really... I would argue they're still not next generation because you're still playing in 4K. We could play we, we could play in 4K for the last five years. I still don't think that's classes, in my opinion, as next generation. It's just a newer version of the, next gen- yeah, of the yeah. current generation, right? So I'd be inclined to say it is current gen, just plus... You know what I mean? There's a bit more, you know, better frame rate, better hardware. You know, the, the only thing you, the only thing they have going for them is the new engines they're building the games on. So, but they're still building it for the PS4 because and Xbox One because they don't know not everybody has these new consoles. So my question to you is, I don't know if we've, I'm apologies if we've covered this already in the podcast, but I thought of this earlier today and I thought it'd be quite good to talk about. Is the price increase on next generation titles? Value for money? Oh, uh, no, I don't think it is. I mean, it, what are they delivering? If they're delivering um, something that is going to keep capture you for how many hours? Well, I think yeah. I have mentioned this before as well. There's not many games that do forty plus hours. The ones no. that do do it don't retain enough of the people that buy those sort of games straight away like they're, they're, people will go out there are certain gamers they're, ca- they're casual gamers that go out they're not spending that much time in it if you for instance let's go with the um what we said about the horizon game sent us mm. around 65 pounds for a playstation exclusive just to own the copy of that and say look i've got this if you've bought it as a physical copy as well where you could easily later on trade it in for something else, which is for you to do after you've completed it, if you've put in 100 hours. You're saying it's about 100 hours or so. Casual gamers won't play that long. They'll just do the campaign and then move on. So, no, I think 60, 65, 70 pounds is not worth it. I don't think it is. And like you said, if you don't have a 4K TV and and it has 4K... Um, like integrated within the game so that you could watch it. Um, that's you're you're still only limited if you're a streamer as well. I think you're only limited. Yeah. You're not going to get. You're not always. You lose. You lose quality as well, didn't you? So yeah. you're, it does drop down. So you don't you actually gain anything from that. So I don't. No. I don't think it's worth it. I definitely. I don't think that that money is no. No. Yeah. It's. Uh, I read an article um, about the Sony. It was, it was Sony. Uh, uh, trying to defend their price increase, saying that the 
the quality of the games is better and they require more man hours and more programming and more technical assistance and all this crap they were talking, right? And I, and my, one of the one of the um, Q and A's at the bottom, one of them said, "Well, if it's the same game on the PS4, isn't the quality of control the same? Was this the same game?" Yeah. So how is it? How are you? He didn't have an answer. It was just like, uh, 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 but yeah, PS5 is the latest generation. The reason it's very expensive is because of blah, 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 blah. it's just absolute nonsense. It's it's a price hike because some idiot on Twitter suggested, or some big influencer suggested, oh, maybe we should pay more, pay more for next generation titles. And then it went viral, and then the companies went, Oh, then they read all the comments. All the people go, we don't mind paying £10 more. We don't mind paying £10 more for a quality game. But you're paying more for the game that's exactly the same on the other platform. Because they've already been making it for the PS4. Anything that's coming out now has been in development for three or four, five, six years and has already been allocated on the previous hardware. So they've already got most of the stuff coming out. That's why all of it comes out on PS4 still. Because they've they've already got um, the, you know, the the base the games made on the on the on the uh, lower end consoles, right? And so they bring it. They go, well, it's nice, nice shiny new PS5 game. Oh, it's only eighty pound, but we'll sell it on the PS4 for forty quid, and you get a free PS5 upgrade. So it make, I don't understand why they they're enforcing this price hike when they're enforcing it, but then they're like, oh, but buy the PS4 version and you get it for free. It's, it, it's, it, it makes no sense to me. Just have a default price, 50 quid for both copies, done. Why, why have you got to have, like, a, it's just greed. It's greed, yeah. isn't it? It's corporate greed. It's just like, it's, oh, we, yeah. can, we can increase it because we want to, not because it's value, not because you're getting you know, hundreds of hours on said game. It's Because it's not technically the, the hundred the length of the game that I was talking you know, querying. It was the technical standpoint from the improvement yeah. of the PS4 to the like, PS4 Pro versus the PS5 Pro. And obviously you can argue for delity loading times because it's got an SSD hard drive. I mean, that's all, that's, te- that's technical hardware. Um, but from a technical game perspective, if it's on the PS4, it's identical to PS5. It's just upscaled a little bit. So the PS4 Pro will have, say, two 2K by 2K resolution 4K um, textures, and the PS5 will have 4 by 4K Texture resolution, so it's not that much of a jump technically from Pro to PS5, which is why I don't understand. I can't get my head around this price hike, and it really is. I, was, I literally got myself into tizzles earlier thinking about it because I was like arguing with myself, like why the why are these companies doing this? Not I just couldn't get my head around it, and then I missed this guy. What's the what's the matter with you? Why are you why are you why are you fretting? And I was like, oh god, I think I explained to her what I was thinking about. And she goes, well, you can't control what companies do, can you? Just don't buy it. Just don't buy the increase. Just buy the cheaper version. If it's a cheaper version, all time. I know I touched on this earlier with the Elden Ring thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's. But that common logic, right? That don't buy it. The gamers of the world are like, fuck that. I'm gonna buy. I want to buy whatever I want. You know, <laughs> we're just. I don't care. I'm, I don't care about the price inflation. Give you money. Here we go. Buy more games. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's 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 they just don't seem to understand that they're fueling the problem. Yeah, you know I mean they're, they're fueling it because now these companies have been making 
and I, I will point this out, the deluxe editions can go and rot in a fire somewhere. The deluxe editions on the PS5 are, is, is outright a scam. Right? I, got, I got a deluxe version of Elden Ring by pre-order. I didn't ask for a, a deluxe version. I got a deluxe version for pre-order. Do you know what my deluxe edition extras were? Bearing in mind, this made the game £90 if I paid for it. Right? It was a guidebook for the first 10 minutes of the game. And all that guidebook told me was the items in the game for the first 10 minutes that you get all the tooltips for in the game if you pay attention. And the next thing was a map and a couple of pictures. And then the soundtrack. That, that's an extra 30... What? It's, what? That's an extra 30 quid? Are you having a laugh? And the, the, the Forbidden West is the same. The digital copy deluxe edition is exactly the same. It's crazy what they, what companies do feel like they could start charging you if you wanted to buy. Like I think even with Lost Ark, there was a like sixty pound package for just to give you that, you know, a, a amount. Like it's aesthetics at the end of the day, but it looks nice, so you want it. And I get the appeal. I get. I get that. Yeah. I've played many times, and I think we both have um, MMO MMOs RPGs. You know, uh, we've played quite a lot, and it's like that. Um, just to own an aesthetic towards something it doesn't give you any abilities, any extra abilities, but it's just nice yeah. and to have to pay that much money just for something. It's just crazy. <laughs> It just really is. Yeah. I just find it. I just find it kind of madness. It's just it madness. Because you go back ten years, right? Deluxe edition. They used to include some sort of physical. Yeah, get a physical copy straight away, and you get some sort of statue, art book, CD, some other stuff, like key fob, some other stuff you'd get with its stickers. You get a whole shebang. You get loads of stuff for like ninety, hundred pound, right? The collector edition. Collector edition worth having because you yeah. get a limited edition statue with it. Uh, good example. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake um, had the deluxe edition. Okay, it was 170 quid, but um, you got a lot for that, and you got one of the most expensive detailed uh, figures with it. Unfortunately, it sold out when I tried to buy one, and I haven't gone back to it since. But <laughs> I would, I'd love to have that. I'll shut up. Right, and so, so you got these expensive, you know, worth worth you know worth the money sort of thing, worth the value. You know, there's value yeah, in yeah. that. You know, you get a physical copy to keep. You get a, you get a collectible to keep. Now. Deluxe or digital, you know, deluxe or ultimate edition or so super duper yes own edition, you know, super expensive edition, super rip off edition, whatever you want to call it, right? <laughs> yeah, digital art book. It's worth nothing. It's, you can't you can't even open it and read it whatever you want. So you can only load it up on the console. You're not gonna spend you're not gonna load you're not gonna you've got a game there or you got that art book. You're not gonna you, if you've only got a limited amount of time, you're gonna play the game, you're not even gonna look at the art book, right? Especially in a, in a digital context, unless you can load it up on your phone or, or something like that. But anyway, any of the point is, it's, it's kind of a lost cause. Yeah. Right? And then you've got the soundtrack, which again downloads to your console. Are you going to listen to that when you've got Spotify, YouTube, other things you can listen to music on? Are you going to listen to that? No, you're not going to listen to that. You load it up on Spotify. That's just, that's just going to waste your time and your space on your hard drive. And then you've got the pictures and the app. The, app, the best one I love is you get these unlimited avatars. You know, you get, you get a nice little shiny little picture about big as your thumb that you yeah. see on the screen that you're not even going to look at. Well, and it's like, that's £100, please. 
somebody passed me a shotgun. Seriously, I, what, I, what I have seen. One? I've seen some ludicrous things out there. I've seen some crazy. <laughs> like, I mean, I get the action figure things. I get that. Yeah. That's kind of. Kind of rare, you know, rare things. Make, make it does. Finest, it kind out. of appeals to me, but I wouldn't necessarily go. And, I wouldn't necessarily buy it. But <laughs> um, yeah, I I kind of get it. Now, I've seen um, game launches with like the new Halo, for instance, a one one to one helmet. You know, it's like you could actually physically wear it. You feel like Master Chief. Great. And then what do you get? You get basically the bog standard game, but it just comes with a helmet, but it costs you like 200 quid or something. You know, it's crazy. Like, I, I get it. It's limited edition things that you can, that's tangible. It's it's something you can hold, you can yeah. use it, maybe. But like books and stuff like that don't really do a lot for me. You know, I mean, outside of Audible and stuff like that, or buying a physical book, like, that's because I've chosen to do so, but they're only like yeah. a couple of quid. Um, but anyway, it's not going briefly off. It's, it's, but, um, it's fine. It's fine. But, um, it is. Nice. It's just it's owning something. Like you said, you could like, you could easily just get that that you'd listen to if you wanted to listen to the uh, to the soundtrack. You just go to iTunes or <laughs> you know it's going to be available. Spotify. Or, Spotify you know, some, some, streaming, some streaming service. Some, have stre- it, yeah. some streaming service. Yeah. It's just somewhere. Yeah. YouTube no, you no, usually has it. Has it if you don't want to mind listening to ads, or if you pay for the premium and you don't have ads, so therefore you know you get access to everything that ever comes out anywhere. Um, so it's it's just it's just a gimmick, isn't it? It's just a, it is. It yeah. tries to just lure you into a sense of owning something magical when in reality it's it's um you know there must be English because it must create disappointment having all this just tap. Just you get you get loads of tat, but you get it for really expensive, really just gullible gamers only apply. You know, it's it's very it's just infuriating to me because the value the value it diminishes the whole value of being a gamer and having the you know, the cool collectibles. And I love collectibles. I've got a whole. I don't, unfortunately, I've put mine into storage, but I've got like hundreds of pounds worth of collectibles. Um, and I love collecting gaming stuff, right? And if a, if a physical copy comes out of a game that I want um, and it isn't ridiculously overpriced, unfortunately these days, because <laughs> like, as we've already been talking about, because it's PS5, it's got five times more money. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, 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 it's annoying as a collector when you see, um, you know, these editions with, the, with a physical copy now like uh, you know, nine times the price they were 10 years ago. Yeah. You used to be able to get a physical copy a figure or or you know a, a, something cool with the, the ultimate edition of the game for a little 90 quid all in now it's 190 quid 290 quid you know extortionate amount of money for for this statue that's honestly not worth the cost that they're asking for the price point it doesn't cost that much to make um no, no way okay. and uh it's, I refuse to believe that. Unless it's some like integrated in diamonds or something. Uh, there's, there's no, there's, there's no gold encrusted <laughs> bloody. There's no way it's worth that amount of money. Uh, and considering most of these, shield edition, exactly. But most of these versions will have a limited, uh, a limited stock anyway, because they usually have a limited edition. So they only usually make about ten thousand copies of this of these with the statue and that, and they sell out instantaneously. You can't even log on to the website to pre-order it. They're gone. You know, all the whales have bought it all up, or the bots. That's the other problem we have these days with bots buying everything. Um, and yeah. stuff like stuff with collectibles and stuff like that, rare items. 
and it's it's just annoying as a gamer as a, as a collectible enthusiast it's infuriating um because i only like i i do I, recently i bought quite a lot of games for me I, i've been buying way too many but usually uh, when it comes to big releases i only buy like four or five a year um, and i usually try and get the ultimate edition if they have a collectible with um but i've not been able to buy one for about eight years because of the price hike and now the addition of the next generation bullshit is you can't buy, you can't buy, <laughs> I can't afford to buy them anymore, which makes me sad. And um, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's just disappointing. It's disappointing that these these companies isolate gamers such as myself and many many others who who can't afford that. You know, the extra hundred quid on top. Um, and I, I don't want to hear. Well, you can save. Not everyone can save all the time. And not everyone has the luxury of, of saving, you know, real life and stuff. Look at those people that had saved, and then the storm cold rocking up and destroyed the entire country. So yeah. <laughs> I think everyone's in the same boat at the moment. There's no savings to be had anywhere, and uh, I, it's annoying. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I sound proper British right now. I don't have to moan, moan, moan. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up now because it, it's. I think I've said the piece on it, and it's. There's not much more to say other than that, really. It, they need to try, They need to make these versions more value, um, a lot more value than just uh, just tacking on some. And the other thing I hate as well is it was in-game item, it's a skin, or you get this in-game weapon that lasts you about two levels, and then it's like, well, that was pointless. What was the, what was the point of having that? It's supposed to help you get ahead in the game. What for two levels? Oh, brilliant! Oh, what's, what's the point of that? You know, it's 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 just oh, it's just it. Oh, looking at you, EA, especially. I've oh, that's it. the worst. Please don't go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> EA, EA is the worst for it. And, um, and Ubisoft. Yeah. The worst for it. And Rockstar. And everyone else's. I'll oh, shut up. <laughs> I think there's... Uh, right. It's now sort of... I think it's become an even keel with a lot of these places. Like, a lot of these companies. It's not... We can point finger at one. We can point finger at quite a few. You know, I think... One, one is more high than the other, but... I think they're slowly falling into the same pit. Sadly, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a shame that they have to go down that road. But there you go. Indie games are the best. <laughs> <laughs> go with your indie games. Yeah, indie games. Indie games is that is up and coming big time. Yeah. Um, Right, that that was that was a longer segment than I thought it'd be. But uh, we have <laughs> any more news this week? I don't think we've got. There isn't much. There isn't an awful lot happening in terms of gaming news. This there week. isn't a lot. I because I was briefly looking before we started anyway, mm. and um, yeah, I there's not much that. to go. There's not much to actually mention this week. Like, uh in terms of news, nothing. Nothing big sort of stands out. I can't really see. I think you'd already covered, yeah, you, like, yeah, you know, we, we already spoke about the Steam Pass, so that's that's kind of old now. We've gone through that. Um, yeah, no, I can't, I, I can't really find much. Yeah. Um, but the only other, th- in terms of gaming news, or actual, actual games, game about games, um, there's a new uh, Silent Hill um, ish oh, game yes. coming out. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, called Slitterhead. Slitterhead by the, uh, yes. the Silent, Silent Hill creator Kiyoshio Toyama. I'm glad you um, said that one because I was reading. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> and uh, 
To be honest with you, the game looks incredible. Well, you've seen the trailer. Um, I'll let me see if I can get the trailer. Um, it is going to be immense. Um, it does. It does look really good. I, th- I think we we briefly mentioned it as a up and coming release. Yes, we did. Um, so I'm going to put the trailer on full screen for you guys that watch it, are watching along now. Um, it's so basically the creator broke off from Silent Hill and he formed his own gaming studio, and this game was a result of that um, that studio. And uh, for those that are Silent Hill fans or like, it's it's, it's akin to um, Tori Art. What's his name? Oh, the Hideo, Hideo. Oh, the guy from Metal Gear Solid. What's his name? Oh, Hideo, uh, Hideo Kojima. Is Hideo that Kojima? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's similar to his style of horror. Fuck me, that's terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I haven't seen so, this. I've not seen this one. Okay. Sorry. You've not seen the the, uh, the game trailer. No, no, no. Because where I, I know the game trailer is the same as what you're watching, um, but just to sort of describe it, there's kind of a, there's a woman. She had a massive mouth of teeth, and then she turns into a really weird looking creature. Which you could see her bone structure, but it's like a spider, isn't it? It's kind of scary. Um, <laughs> and it's set, set in in Japan. Yes, yes, set in Japan. It's like an out. It's like another outbreak sort of things, like a zombie yeah. type of thing. It looks, it looks terrifying enough that I would want to play it. I mean, I yeah. think. Um, I, I'm hoping against hope it has co-op. I know, I, I know these. I know it'll probably be an amazing single player experience. It will, but I really want co-op. I, I would, I would love to get shit scared in a game world like this in co-op with someone. That, that's that's what. Um, I don't, I don't think Resident Evil 2 is co-op, is it? I think it's just it's um, single player, isn't it? No, I don't think it was. There was never oh, that is, That's going to give me nightmares. But that this, awful. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're actually comparing this more um, Watch Dogs 2 than Evil Within. But I don't know if that's I don't know if, if that's correct. I've been mean, looking at what they're. That ain't going to be Watch Dogs. It might it might be use a lot of technology to get around the yeah, world. Yeah, originally they described it as an open world thing in terms yeah. of that, yeah. Yeah, Evil Within 2 was a semi-open world. It was open world zones and it worked quite well, especially when you get into derelict houses and defunct buildings at 3P Central. That that whole Silent Hill, the Evil Within, I, mean, I, I have to touch upon those again because like, they, they, like the first, I think well, the first Evil Within was actually, I thought was really good. Second one was more, I think there's more open world. Um, it's kind yeah, of weird how they one, went about the second it. one's all, the second one's more open world, yeah. more open gameplay. Um, it's more, it's not as, um, it's not as scary because of the, they, they lose, you lose the claustrophobic factor. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, yeah. you're in open world, plus you're not, in, you're not in somebody's mind, well, you are in someone's mind, but it's a different mind, mindscape. <laughs> it's a <laughs> yeah. different life and uh, yeah, it's a good touch. We, we should talk about those in the future podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely come the, back to that at some the point. The Evil Within is actually one of my favourite horror games. Yeah, um, yeah. and the second one is also one of, is also really good. Um, they've, uh, I'm, I'm going to do a little shout out for those. They're super cheap. They're on Game Pass as well, but you can own the games for pence. They're like two or three pound on CD keys, um, which is a website you can go and get some keys for and put into Steam. It's super cheap, and they're also super cheap on Steam. On PlayStation, they're on sale at the moment, um, like £2, £2.99, something like that. 
worth if you're a horror fan and you like Silent Hill genre, you will love Evil Within One and Two. Must own game for any horror fan. Um, and yeah, that's that's why a little shout out for them. Evil Within. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, can I? Okay, um, if we done done with that one, uh, there is um. There is something I just wanted to mention because we mentioned because I did I spotlighted Portal last last week on the last episode. Okay. Um, and I noticed that in the news, the uh, Valve are going to release a new game. It's not Portal Three, but it is set in the same universe. Um, Aperture Deck Desk uh, Job is a free short game, and it, uh, because we've already covered it a little, it is designed for the Steam Deck that. Um, teaches you to use the uh, new device releasing March 1st. So I just thought I'd mention that as well. Oh, okay. I thought it'd be kind of um, an interesting game. Oh, it... 2.5. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Valve can do freeze. <laughs> Mouse keyboard is not supported. Yeah, but this, oh. is, this, is one of those, this is one of those exclusive. I think it's going to be their exclusive, which is a shame that they're going to do it that way because I was looking forward to something like Portal. Like I said, I, I covered that last yeah, just last time. Get people to buy it, isn't it? It's it is. It is. Yeah. It. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I oh, just yeah, give us fifteen hundred quid for this one game. Okay. Oh, I, I I wouldn't. <laughs> and, yeah, fifteen hundred quid. It is. So, they are saying it's free. It's been, it's been between twelve hundred and fifteen hundred, depending. Yeah, on it depends on what, how many um, gigabytes yeah. of memory you want. <laughs> you know, and it's not even the memory size; it's the battery size. <laughs> It's not the size; it's how you use it. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's a being there. There you go. There's a joke of the week. I filled it in for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I liked the idea that there could have been another type of portal game out there. I mean, I know that we're we're never going to go back to that Half Life thing again. I, I don't see that happening any any time. And a lot of people There's keep a, going, "Oh, we might get it's it." A remake coming, isn't there? There's a remake there is a remake. There is a built mean. from the ground up, completely redone. It does look pretty good. It's going to come out in next generation. It's going to come out on the PS5 and the Xbox One Series X. Yeah, for <laughs> seventy pounds. Yeah, for hundred pounds for all you get, you get with it. You get the game and you get a gun, <laughs> level one gun. <laughs> yeah, and a picture of um, a picture of um, Gordon Freeman standing there with his finger like this is, screen. <laughs> yeah, is this the thirteen years development Half Life uh, mod? Is a uh, Marine Assault on Black Mesa launches a right reviews. Okay. Uh, yeah, Half-Life Field in, in this Intensely is a new... This is... Um, is this from the same people that the... Created by Russian and Ukrainian modding team? I mean, how... That's not. That's a different thing. Is that's that a, a different thing a, from what I was Yeah, that's a, that... that's a different thing, yeah. That's, right. a, that's, a, that's, a, that's your take on a Marine going into Black Mesa. Yeah, okay. So it's not, so not Gordon Freeman. It's the, it's the okay. Marines that we're in there. You know, My you, mistake. You, when you play, when you play, if you play um, Half Life One, you find loads of dead Marines everywhere, right? All oh, right, okay, it's, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah. Is a, that is a story of a Marine going in with his team and what happens to him. It's just a completely different story. It's a brand new story, um, built from the ground up to mod um, mod the game. And yeah, as I say, it's made by Russian and Ukrainian devs, and it's it's been thirteen years in development, and it's. It's had amazing reviews so far. It has, I might, yeah. Uh, I and might it, check it out at some point um, in the future. It's kind of poignant that, um, you know, when they're not in a situation <laughs> that they're in, that, you yeah. know, Russian and Ukrainians, can, when they come together and actually can deli- deliver um, good stuff. 
Yeah, I'm not. We're not I'm not going to talk about any of that on the podcast. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not going to either. I was just. No, I I do agree that it's it is it's funny how the situation. It was just funny is. how that yeah, news yeah, came yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. It was just... I think that's more. Pre- I think that's more prominent that relevant. That's why they put it on the front page. Probably because of that. Because of that. Very. Reasonable. I am reading this um, out of sync. Out of um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of my my bad. Right. Um, I did have one more question for you. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We're going to be wrapping up soon, but I did. I did have one more question for you, and I don't know. You don't have to answer it. All right. This is kind of a. It's a kind of a nuanced question, and uh, I did. I did this in my Discord, but no one answered me, so I'll ask live. <laughs> right. Um, what was the first video game character that you tried to romance or fell in love with? Oh wow. Uh, I wrote, uh, create a romance. Uh, I would say <laughs> my earliest memories of trying to be romance uh, would be Meryl from um, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Did you try and catch her getting undressed? In the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I played, I played it through. I played it through. I caught her in the run. There's, there's yeah. if I remember correctly, there is two possibilities in which that can happen. Or... Was there one? There was one actual way of doing it, and then there was one where I think, as Snake, he sneaks in and he catches her. But it, yeah. depending on how you played the game, um, yes, yeah, so there you go. That is my answer. <laughs> awesome. Um, my uh, first romanceable NPC, well, non playable character, um, has to be uh, Morrigan from Dragon Age Origins. I went out of my way <laughs> to get the sexy, sexy time scenes in that game. To the point where I looked up a guide so I could <laughs> uh, so I could get her, and then I looked up a guide so then I could romance all of the girls at the same time and have the have the hidden scene where you got your your character and three girls, two of the two of the romanceable NPCs, and then there's another there's another girl that actually is um she becomes a romanceable character in Dragon Age two, but um. That was that was my first proper like oh gotta see some titties oh when I was younger so <laughs> I was like in my in my youth that was uh, that was one of what I did and the next one I did after that was was um, Mass Effect and uh, Ashley yeah Ashley right. Williams yeah so I uh, it's all about that ass <laughs> in that cutscene and then I went back and did it with um, the the blue girl also named Tiara. Um, I'm sounding like a bike perv now. <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, video game characters, right? They're, 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 I, I love games of romancing and romanceable NPCs. It's not about it's not about a journey. It's not about a destination. It's about how it ends. I think dra- <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Age was one of my first introductions of like finding out that you can actually have um, sexy times with um, NPCs. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, this is a thing. <laughs> I, I think I replayed that mission like oh I forgot what I had to do I'm going to replay that mission again <laughs> yeah the, the best thing about that game was it was heavily moddable and you could mod it <laughs> and it did have fully integrated scenes it was completely that neutral was um, yeah. neutral as well to any 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 um, any of the members any yeah Liara that's her name yeah yeah it's not Tiara Liara sorry sorry Steve um but yeah, so, so, I'm going to sidetrack again. I'm sorry, but I, one of my other favorite things to do um, back in the day was the mod games. If anything had any adult nuance scenes, I would find mods to expand those scenes, right? Because I just I just thought it was fun, funny to do. 
and uh, I, I'm and honestly, I was probably a bit sad at the time. <laughs> it was it was fun to do, and it was amazing to see a community literally build all of these scenes because uh, there were I wasn't the only one who was infatuated with these these video game characters. I mean, it, it has sometimes when you, you lose yourself in the universe and you you, you have that escapism feeling where. You, you know, you had enough of work, you had enough of life, you had enough of... I don't mean like, like you, know, you know what I mean? I don't mean like, had enough, but you're just fed up. You, know, you want to escape up. from all the stress. And um, when these games came out, and they had these relationships you could build, and you'd spend in... At the time, I was spending hundreds of hours like, playing through these games, trying to get all the collectibles, trying to find all the engines, trying to get... All the uh, you know all, all, all the females to like me back in the day. So I'm like, this was before I was married. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's <laughs> got the um, these NPCs, and it, I literally like would literally have pictures of them on my computer and stuff. As I like, can't wait to get back in. I got a bit. I did get a bit sad of it. I did. I did snap out of it. But because um, I got so enamoured with the. Because I had so much stress going on in my life at the time, I got so enamoured with the, the the world and the characters that um, I was literally that was all I would think about. I'd go to work, I'd do the job, do the night, do whatever shift it was. I'd go home, <clears> kiss <throat> me wife, there are the kids, get on that computer, and that was it. I never, I'd never think about anything else until I went to bed, and um, and then I'd spend the day at work, bored out of my face, thinking about I want to get back, I want to get back and play with Morgan. I want to bed more again, like it, and I wonder if I can load up this position or this position. And it's just, it just became stupid, like. And I can understand where you know when you read these stories that these blokes uh, and females, sorry, men and women, um, or any other um, type, go into this universe and they fall in love. They actually fall in love with the with the character, and then they get the body pillows, and blow up dolls, and it's, robots, and all that sort of stuff. It becomes a, that, an it obsession. Becomes an obsession. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was on the verge. I was on the verge of an obsession. I and, and, and I know this isn't a typical podcast uh, topic, <laughs> but I did get some assistance with that, and I, I snapped myself out of it. But it got to a point where I was not. I, I was. I couldn't distinguish fact from fiction. You know, I was I was so enamoured with the world that that's all I would see. It was it was quite bad. <laughs> but however, I do understand why you get like that because my stream has just disconnected. <laughs> oh no! Distraction. Oh. So I think so... <laughs> put the on me. <laughs> that was was that. I think the, I think the stream was kind oh. of telling you then. Oh no! Sorry, please stand by. I'm having technical problems. Nothing like an interruption and Twitch game. Uh, I've lost Steve as well. I've lost everything. No, I'm still here. Um, yeah, so I think Freddy has crashed a little bit. So I'm just gonna um, continue. I was just think we probably uh, actually come to the end now. Um, after that, not as long as we normally go for, but it's still fairly lengthy. We are one person down, so that makes a bit of a difference to how you know you get three people talking. That increases the obviously that increases the time and how long uh, how long we are on for. So yeah, I think we it's probably worth actually finishing up on this now. I think Freddie has just had some technical difficulties as we just as we speak, and then. He's leaving the call means that I've been split in two on my screen, but that doesn't matter because you don't need to see that. Because
because you're listening to the podcast if you are but if you're interested in any other podcast as we said at the start of the program yeah you can find them on itunes spotify uh soundcloud amazon music also uh audible as well and anywhere else that you can hear us podcasts from that uses RSS feeds. Hopefully, you can join us again. And okay, so I've just got a message from, yeah, his internet had actually just died. So, what I'm going to do is just end it here. Thank you very much for listening. Hopefully, you'll, you'll join us again. Hopefully, we're going to have Beth back in next week and she'll even give us a bit of a joke of the week. Um, but yeah, so thanks very much for listening and uh, we hope to see you again soon. Until next time, bye for now. Bye bye. Thank you.